Are you ready, Flyer fans? It's the Anthony Grant Show, presented by Bud Light. Tonight's show is brought to you by... Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, good evening, everyone, and uh, welcome to the final edition of the Anthony Grant Show here at Frickers on Woodman Drive, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits, and also uh, the Anthony Grant Show for uh, Dayton Flyer basketball as the Flyers have wrapped up the regular season with an 82-76 win over Davidson in the finale on Saturday afternoon. Flyers 22-9, 14-4 in the Atlantic 10, and the number two seed in this week's A-10 championship in Washington, D.C. The Flyers with a bye to the quarterfinals on Friday, where they will take on the winner game between George Washington and UMass on Friday night at 6 o'clock. So we'll be talking more about that coming up. We're also joined by the two senior members of this Dayton basketball team who were honored in pregame ceremonies on Saturday. Uh, Drew Swerline and uh, Christian Wilson, we're going to learn more about them, what brought them to UD, uh, their experience as a flyer, and what's next for them. And if there's employers out there, make sure you pay good attention and take good notes because these guys are going to be looking for jobs in the near future, okay? Uh, with us on the line is the coach of the Dayton Flyers, Anthony Grant. And, Coach, uh, uh, congratulations on an outstanding season. Congratulations on an outstanding end to that season. And congratulations on your 100th win as the coach of the Dayton Flyers. Quite a day. Well, I appreciate it, Larry. And, uh, again, I, I appreciate everybody's support all year. I think, you know, we set this on the radio show after the game, I think our fan base uh, proved itself once again to be one of the best in the country. And certainly we're excited about, uh, you know, what we have ahead of us. The regular season ended, but we still certainly feel like we have a lot more to do with uh, the postseason here. You know, Coach, uh, this is, a, this is a, a, a season that in some ways it seemed like it was very long. In other ways, it went quick. Uh, how did it feel, for you, feel to you? You know, it feels like it went really fast. You know, I, I told the guys, you know, it just, uh, you know, from where we started back in June, you know, what we asked them to commit to in terms of getting better and learning and growing and coming together uh, to be here at this point where we're getting ready for the A-10 tournament. It seems like it went pretty fast. So now you've got a, a chance to catch your breath just momentarily before you got to travel to Washington, D.C. for the uh, for the uh, that, that game on Friday night against uh, an opponent uh, still to be determined. Um, give the guys a couple days off. Uh, let them uh, get off their feet for a bit. Yeah, so we were able to, to kind of get get a step away for a couple days here with the early game on Saturday. And, uh, you know, I think the, the biggest thing right now is to get mentally about as big as physically get mentally prepared, you know, for the opportunity we have in front of us. I think this is the Anthony Grant show, our final edition here on the uh, home of the flyers here at Frickers. We're going to take a, a step away, take care of some business here. And when we do that, we're going to talk to coach Grant about uh, the week that was in a couple of dramatic wins, not just uh, Friday's uh, home finale, but the, 
the road win at Richmond. That's all still to come. The Anthony Grant Show. We're live at Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. And welcome back here to Frickers on Woodman Drive, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits, and the Anthony Grant Show. Great place to watch college basketball in the weeks ahead. And a great place to be on this Monday night, our final edition of the Anthony Grant Show for the Flyer basketball season, which uh, regular season ended with a 22-9 record, and it was an 82-76 win over uh, Davidson on Saturday, which uh, followed a 55-53 win at Richmond on Tuesday. And, Coach, uh, I look at those two games, and um, I think the one thing they both had in common, boy, every possession was so, so meaningful. Um, I mean, your one position in either game uh, could make the difference, but uh, I thought it was a great uh, example of your team focusing and uh, executing in, in both games. Yeah, I thought they were two, you know, really high-level college basketball games. You know, Richmond, you know, one of the more experienced teams in our league, playing really good basketball. Um, you know, we knew we'd have to play well going on the road. And, uh, and uh, you know, being in that environment, they, they did a really good job of, um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, the way they run their offense, the, the spacing they give you, you know, for our group, that was a, you know, a, to see them for the first time this late in the year, both teams, uh, both Richmond and, and Davis, to see them this late and the prep that was required. I think uh, our guys did a great job. Uh, kudos to our scout team. You know, the two guys you have there have been instrumental in helping us all year get prepared for every opponent. And, uh, you know, the games that we had this week were, were really critical in that area. So kudos to them for the job they did and our guys for the, the preparation they put in. You know, defensively, uh, your, your team has developed an identity. And um, within the team identity on defense, have you had some guys that have really embraced their role in, in being a defender and sometimes being assigned uh, the top offensive player on the other team? Well, I hope our whole team has, has really embraced that because that, that's what will be needed moving forward to con- try to continue to have success, I think. You know the identity has to be bought in by everybody, you know, on the team, and I, and I think we're 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 uh, we're doing a pretty good job there. I think we finished the regular season uh, maybe second overall in, in our defensive efficiency rating. I think BCU may have ended up just a, a small notch above us. I think the guys did a really good job rebounding the ball. So there's some things that I think we learned over the course of the season uh, about our team in terms of what allows us to be the best version of ourselves that we need to carry into the postseason. Offensively, uh, you, you held your own as well. I mean, the the numbers in, in the A10, and and I and I really think that that's pertinent because of the youth of this team and its development. That once you got to the A10 season, you look at the A10 numbers, and um, and, and those are uh, you know both sides of the ball. Uh, you're at the top of the league in in, in field goal percentage, field goal percentage defense. Uh, uh, in scoring, in, in three-point shooting, uh, and rebounding. So, uh, I mean, this team has made some strides, and it's, I don't know, I, I, I think they can still get better. Yeah, that's the goal. You know, I think, um, you know, one of the areas we talked about 
really all year for us has been our ability to take care of the basketball. And I think we made some really good strides in that area down the stretch. And, you know, I think that there's a, there's another level that I think we can go to as a team in terms of understanding what allows us to be the best version of ourselves on offense as well in terms of our execution, in terms of understanding uh, how to complement each other a little bit better, um, you know, and then playing playing a style of play that, that suits us the best in terms of the pace that we play at and, uh, you know, the way that we, uh, we share the basketball. Something else that you and I talked about right after the game, Coach, and I, I think it also speaks to growth and maturation, is, is living in the moment having what you do this this possession, this play, not affected by what happened the previous play or two plays ago. And I point to two things in particular. Um, Kobe Elvis goes 0 for 5 from 3, but his sixth three-point attempt, bottom of the net, crucial shot to tie the game up. And then Kobe Brea, who I know had been beating himself up since the LaSalle game for missing a shot at the end there, he steps up and makes a game winner. Both cases, guys, playing in the moment. How big a sign of maturation and growth is that? Well, yeah, that's what it's all about. I think you have to do it not only game to game, but as you mentioned, moment to moment. You know, we, we, we tell them every, every game that our ability to move on to the next play, whether it's on offense or defense, whether that previous play was a great play or, or a bad play, we got to be able to move on because the game doesn't stop. And, you know, you, you got to give Davis some credit. You know, they did a great job. Uh, every it seems like every time that we we were we were a little late or, or had a, had a little bit of a breakdown, they made us pay for it in a variety of different ways. Uh, you know, one of the best offensive teams in the country. I think they're their top ten in the country in offensive efficiency, and you can see why they got so many weapons. Um, so you know, a game like that forces you to to be able to to have that resiliency and that grit to be able to, to move on to the next place in order to give yourself a chance to come out to it with a victory. I'm a little biased, but uh, I, I saw that game on Saturday, and I, I thought it, it could have been a, a poster a poster or whatever for the Atlantic 10 that uh, if the league wanted to, you know, to, to do a, a video highlight and send it out to the world, say here's what A-10 basketball is all about, that game would have been an excellent uh, sales piece. It was a high-level game, Larry, and I, and I think uh, you know the environment that it was played in. I think UD Arena, our fan base, just the way uh, the atmosphere was was electric, you know, and uh, that's what you want to see this time of year, and especially you know when you have uh, you know a team like Davidson who, who who clinched the league, and you know heading into uh, postseason will be the number one seed. You know, we have an opportunity. We feel to compete with everybody in the league. You know, it'll be an, a, a very competitive. 8-10 tournament here starting on uh, on Wednesday, so uh, it's good to good to be able to, to get that momentum heading into the postseason. All right, you're going to play either George Washington or UMass on Friday, and uh, you've played George Washington twice. You've played UMass once, somewhat recently. Um, it, you know, and is the prep, even though you don't know until sometime <laughs> Thursday evening which one of it will be, um, are you able to get a lot of prep done in advance, plus the fact that you have played them before? We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we're as prepared as we can be. You know, anytime you get into the postseason, like we always say, it's a new season. And, you know, so there, there'll be, uh, you know, obviously we played UMass more recently than than GW, so a little bit more familiar within the last couple of weeks. But, but certainly, uh, you know, everybody's playing at a different level for a different cause. 
Uh, I think UMass has come off two wins. I think uh, GW is looking at, I think, their most successful season in a few years in terms of the wins and, and how they're playing. So there's momentum uh, for all the teams heading into this postseason, whether they're coming off a win, a loss, or wherever they stand. I think the one thing we've, we've seen this season is that anything can happen on any given day. Um, you know, and I think um, our guys understand that just in terms of what we've been through. So we'll be as prepared as we can for whoever we play. I look at the top four seeds and, and really the top six teams in the league, and, and I look at teams where – uh, the sums of the uh, you know the sums of the the whole is greater than than the sums of the individual parts. But then, in this league, there's also every team from top to bottom that's got, for lack of a better term, dangerous players that can step up and go off on any given any given day. Uh, is that a fair uh, is that a fair analysis of of the A10 top yeah, to bottom? I think- I think I think it's the A10. I think it's college basketball. That, that's where that's why so many people get so excited about March Madness because you know that on any given day anything can happen, and I think that adds to the excitement and the, the fanfare. So uh, yeah, like I said, I think for us it's more about understanding who we are as a team, understanding the identity that we want to play with on both sides of the ball, and then going out there and, and doing that to the very best of our ability. You got to play them one at a time, but. Uh... What's it take for a team to be able to win three games in three days? What will it, what will it require? Uh, win the game in front of you. Well said. Well said, Coach. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we have enjoyed uh, our, our chats here uh, throughout the, the season at Frickers, albeit remotely, and the fans here have been, enjoyed uh, you sharing uh, time with us, and uh, we look forward to that day. Then we'll all be back together again. Uh, doing it uh, in, a, in a more crowded room under safe conditions. But uh, uh, in the meantime, um, congratulations on an incredible year, an incredible year this team has come a long way. And, and l- let, me ask, let me ask you this. I mean, you're, you're a coach, but coaches are essentially teachers. Is a season like this in which you had such an inexperienced group in terms of games played and then young in terms of just, you know, days on this planet – was this especially rewarding to, to really be able to do a lot of teaching this year? Well, we're still in it, so I, 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 can't, I can't say that um, you know, I, I know the end result here. So like, I'm excited that we, we get a chance to continue to play and, and we continue to grow. Like I said earlier, I feel like this team still has another level it can get to. So I'm, I'm excited about you know, the opportunity for us to continue to try to get there and push, push that envelope and just continue to – to grow and get better because I, I think this, the, the upside is nowhere near uh, where I think it could be and where, the, where, where, where it will be uh, as we continue to grow and get more experiences together. All right, there you go. The final exams are way down the road. Coach, uh, we'll look forward to traveling to D.C. We'll look forward to the game on Friday. Again, thanks for joining us here at Frickers. Appreciate it. Go Flyers. All right. Uh, okay, that's uh, Coach Grant for the final time here on the Anthony Grant Show at Frickers on Woodman Drive this season. But as promised, we're going to get to know uh, our two senior members of this Dayton basketball team, Christian Wilson and Drew Swirline, uh, what brought them to UD, their experience as a flyer, and what lies ahead. That's all coming up as we continue the Anthony Grant Show. We are live at Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 
You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome back to Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. And The Anthony Grant Show, our final edition of the Flyer basketball season, which will continue in the Atlantic 10 Championship on Friday when Dayton takes on the winner of a first-round game between George Washington and UMass. Friday, 6 o'clock in D.C., uh, and the alumni are putting together a game watch for that game at T.J. Chumps in Miamisburg. Uh, when the Flyers win that game and advance to the semis on Saturday, the alumni game watch will be at Company 7 in Englewood. And when Dayton plays for the A-10 championship on Sunday, uh, that uh, alumni game watch will be at T.J. Chumps in Fairborn. So, you have been informed. You can make your plans accordingly. Well, as promised, we've got uh, the, the two seniors, members of this uh, young Dayton basketball team, uh, Christian Wilson and uh, Drew Swirline, who were honored in pregame ceremonies, got their first uh, collegiate starts uh, against Davidson in that uh, win on Saturday. And uh, Christian, we'll start with you out of, uh, out of Northmont High School. Uh, first of all, what brought you to the University of Dayton? Uh, well, I, I kind of always wanted to go here. Um, and I got a lot of scholarship money for academics through mechanical engineering. And I just decided to try out and walk on here, and that's how I made my way to the University of Dayton. The first year, you, you, you tried out, but you, yeah. what, you had a class conflict, so you just yeah. couldn't do it? Like, I had a class three days a week during our practice time, so I would miss practice three days out the week, and that just wouldn't, wouldn't work. So I fixed my schedule for the next year, and I uh, tried out again and was fortunate enough to make it. And you, you were going to be in a five-year program, so uh, it worked out well for you. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Drew Swirline from a, uh, a Bowling Green suburb, uh, uh, Perrysburg. Well, I say that. I went to Bowling Green, so. Uh, but gotcha. Perrysburg, uh, just <laughs> south of Toledo. Um, what brought you to UD? Uh, mine was kind of a later decision. Uh, it was getting close to, like, April, and I had it down between, like, three schools. It was Dayton, West Virginia, and then, like, a Division three for a college basketball, and uh, I ended up at Dayton. Loved the school right away. Um, it's been good to me over the past four years, but uh, tried uh, walking on my first year and uh, didn't make it, came back. Second year, made it, and the uh, rest is history, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, so um, this year was a very unique year, and I think that you two guys um, – I'm aware of the role you played, and, and to maybe some degree the fans were aware – um, you were the experienced players in this program. Um, back in the fall, Drew, how much teaching were you doing of your of your teammates? And I would say that would even go back to the summer as well. Um, between Christian and I, just everyone learning the offense, the way we play defense, ball screen coverages, uh, just like our basic, the way we flow in our offense. I mean. It took some time, but the guys picked up really quick, and I mean, they they've just ran with it this entire season. They've improved they've improved um, game by game, and it's uh it's been pretty fun to be a part of. Christian, what's been the biggest thing that these guys have had to to adjust to that that you've seen in trying to teach them what it means to be a college basketball player? Uh, I would say definitely the the physicality that comes with the game, just playing with other older college basketball players that have been in the been in the game for some years now and a lot of we have a young team so they have to adjust to that and just just the knowledge of the game like I know coming from high school and playing here the amount of things I didn't know about the game before is like mind-blowing so 
I feel like the physicality and just knowledge of the game, the IQ was like the biggest hurdles that this team had to jump to be where we're at today. You know, Coach Grant famously says guys didn't know what they didn't know. And uh, it took them a while but to do that. So you, you, you've, you've seen this, uh, this team, and, and every year is different. Every year is different. Uh, um, and this was very unique due to the lack of experience. But um, was there a point in time that, that, uh, Christian, where you said, okay, I, I think we're going to be all right? Yeah. Um, really, after our, our slow start we had at the beginning of the season, Coach Grant brought us all together, and we were – he just said, like, quote – all I know is work. So after that slow start, we we were in the um, in the gym in the mornings. Then we had practice after after class, and we just had to work work at it and grind to get better so we could uh, have a better season. You know, Drew, I, 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 there was a, a different intensity level uh, getting ready to go down to Florida, in 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 in, in, in not just in practice, but then uh, the defense, the defense getting getting after it. Uh, and that takes a lot of, you know, that, you know, people see, okay, yeah, full, full court press, we'll trap and stuff like that. That's hard to prepare to do, is it? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, I think the first game we implemented it, um, I'm pretty sure it was Austin P. And it, uh, we, we had some success with it, but we also had some place where we can improve in the press too. And, we took it down to Florida, and we, I mean, we just kept improving game by game, and we we're uh, turning people over, and uh, I mean, we were playing really well, and I think that's where we found our, ident our identity, that we could compete in, like, any game night by night just by hanging in there defensively. Whether our offense is on or off, we knew that we were going to rely on our defense night in, night out, and that's what we did this year. You know, down there in Florida, not just the crowd at the games themselves, but even the fans that were staying at the same resort as the team. Uh, you had experienced that before, but uh, your, your new teammates, uh, was this eye-opening for them? Oh, for sure. Uh, I don't think they realized how much Dayton, like, Flyer fans travel to those places and how much they love basketball and how loyal they are to us. I mean, we really do have the best fans in the country. And uh, they they show up for us every game, so it's it's a really special experience. That the first time I showed up too, I, I think it was an exhibition game. They're out there, it's packed. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is unbelievable. So I mean, just the love that they show us night and night. I was and, and and you guys got to get some of that love on on Saturday. How'd that feel, Christian, walking out there with your family? It was unbelievable. Like just me, being with my family, like, kind of had flashbacks of my senior night of high school. But it was like. 10 times, well, 100 times more than that. So it was just a blessing that I could have my mom, dad, and my brother with me there, and some of my uh, aunt and uncle in the stands with me too, and just seeing all of the fans that I've seen these past four years. And like you said, we were talking earlier, it's the difference between a full house and a, and a sellout. That was a full house on Saturday. And I, lo I loved every minute of it, and I can't believe I got to experience it. Drew, when did you, when did you find out that uh, you were going to start the game? Uh, we found out shortly before the game, and uh, I remember looking over at Christian just smiling. But uh, yeah, no, it was a pretty cool experience. I mean, I'm with him. I mean, there's not much like that in college basketball to be able to play in front of those fans, and it's it was packed. Yeah. So it was it was a really cool experience. Well, and and I'm going to uh, and kudos to Coach Grant because not only did he, he start you guys, but he let you play. 
because we, the, a couple weeks ago, we were at LaSalle for uh, their senior day, and they had uh, a couple of uh, seniors that were, didn't play much, and they started them. But they had the one guy just grab someone on purpose uh, uh, and, and just to create a dead ball within seconds of the game. So, I mean, he didn't even really let him play. Yeah. 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 We do it right at Dayton. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, these guys have had a great experience here, but there's a lot uh, ahead of them. And we're going to find out uh, about what their aspirations are. And if you're an employer out there, take good notes as we continue. This is the Anthony Grant Show. We are live at Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome back here to Frickers uh, on Woodman Drive for the final time this uh, college basketball season, the uh, home of the Anthony Grant Show, also your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. And uh, they've got uh, specials going on rib tips uh, during March uh, Madness, so check it out. Great place to come, gather with uh, friends and watch the games uh, throughout the course of uh, championship week and then on into the NCAA tournament and all the postseason games uh, moving forward. Dayton finishes the year 22-9. and nine. They lock up the second seed in the A-10 and will be taking on the winner of George Washington and UMass in the quarterfinals Friday, 6 o'clock, uh, at the Capitol uh, Center in uh, Washington, D.C., where the Washington Wizards play. And uh, we'll have all the action for you here on the home of the Flyers, a win there. And uh, they will play in the semis then on Saturday at 3. And the A-10 championship game is Sunday at 1 o'clock. We're joined by seniors uh, Drew Swirline and Christian Wilson. And um, uh, Christian, you already indicated that uh, you're a mechanical engineering major. So uh, with that being your major, what are your career aspirations? Um, I've always had a desire to go into the automotive industry and um, <clears throat> work on either designing and manufacturing any types of automotive parts and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay, uh, you've got the uh, the feelers out there for jobs yet, or are you just getting started? I'm just getting started. I'm, I'm, I've applied to some places, but I haven't heard it back yet. Okay, well, if I guarantee you, if someone's looking for a great employee, uh, a Dayton basketball player is uh, is going to bring a lot to your team, just as they did to uh, to their team. Now, Drew, uh, your major? Finance, yep. Um, I'm kind of in that beginning process as well. Um, Still talking things through, but hopefully by the end of the year, get something definitive by the end of the semester. So. Have, have you, any any like what ideal job would be? <laughs> Not really right now. I'm kind of open up. I mean, open to anything. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty general for me. Okay. Yeah. You guys are still thinking about basketball. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to <laughs> trying to enjoy what we have left. So. Yeah. I mean, and and, and 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 you should and you should and and that's that's important because um, you know I. You know, we, you know, we kid around a little bit, but, uh, you know, you guys are a big part of Flyer basketball, and you're going to come back someday, go to that office, and you put your name up on the wall with all the former Flyer players, and, you know, you're part of a, a fraternity for life. And uh, we've had so many guys uh, on this show on Monday nights, and they talk about, you know, what being a Dayton Flyer meant to them and how it's impacted their life moving forward and things like that. And I'm sure you're going to be telling the same type of story someday, but, you know, could you imagine, Christian, could could you imagine a University of Dayton experience without being a part of this team? 
No, I really, I really couldn't. It's just, it's meant so much to me, and I've had such a, such a beautiful experience that I never thought I would be able to really have, and I really couldn't get anywhere else. So, I really couldn't imagine not being a part of this team, and I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. It came with some sacrifices, though, Drew. I mean, uh, I mean, how, how often did you have to say to to other friends on campus, "No, I can't. I got practice, or I got to, I got to get this done, or no, thanks, I'm." I'm not going to do that. For sure. I mean, yeah, every, a, a lot during the weekend, even during the week, just a sacrifice to get your homework done and uh, go to practice, show up to weights. Then after that, I mean, you just want to chill at some point in the day because you're just always running around, traveling. So, I mean, it, it happened a lot, but uh, I got some good good friends at, at home and uh, – I really appreciate them uh, and all the support that they showed us. So, I, I've known of, I've known college basketball programs where literally uh, the coaches would make the non-scholarship guys, the, the walk-ons, sit in a row behind everyone else on the bench and not even sit on the same bench. Um, how are you guys treated as members of this Dayton basketball team? I mean. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, we're just treated just like the other guys, you know, just to fit in and be normal, really. <laughs> so it's it's been a great experience. We really appreciate just being a part of it, you know. Um, the people that we've met, the places that we've got to go and experience, it's it's been a life changing experience. What was your what was your favorite uh, your favorite trip? I think you can guess that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely uh, Maui, Maui, our. Uh, my sophomore year, uh, my first year on the team, it was a crazy experience to go down there and do what we did. Was uh, I loved it. It was a cool experience. You're shaking your head, Christian. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I even got to play a little bit in Maui. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You had you had a great. You had a little no look pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I. Yeah. What's it, so you know you, you know your 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 playing time has been minimal, but you know what what moment on the court have you savored the most? Um, yeah, that pass to Maui has always been, like, probably my number one, like, just me, what, I, what I've done, passing it to Chase and him dunking it was one of my um, favorite moments, but also my first three that I had at home, and, like, I remember I shot it, and I just ran back on defense, and I didn't even realize I really made it until I heard my name, like, until I think, yeah, you yeah. called my name, and I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. Now, now, Drew, that you had the uh, you know the step back stab fadeaway uh, spin uh, for the basket against uh, against Duquesne, and, and but then you also had a, a great uh, assist on a dunk uh, to to move. What would be the favorite of those two? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I like throwing passes. I would say an assist to me is like more rewarding than getting a point. But I mean, both both experiences were cool. I was grateful to be in being in the game at that moment and uh yeah i mean they were really cool experiences that i've never experienced before so they were they were awesome so. all right oh okay coach grant had his answer i'll let you guys answer what's it going to take for this dayton team to go to washington dc and win three games in three days christian you go first uh, really it's about the same you focus on the game that's right there ahead of you and just handle your business as long as everybody handle their business will be really great straight. Drew? I think mentally being locked in for three days, um, it's it's going to be a, 
a fun three days for us. I, I know we can do it. That group is special, and uh, I think this is just beginning for us. So, yeah. A lot of basketball to be played, man. A lot of basketball to be played. We're not done yet. All right. Well, we appreciate the time that you have put into making uh, Dayton basketball better as a result of you being a part of it, and hopefully that you've gotten a lot out of it as well. Uh, on behalf of everyone in the Flyer Nation, we thank you for the sacrifices you've made, and thanks for coming out here tonight. Again, Dayton on the road for Washington, D.C. It's the A-10 championship, and the first game is coming up Friday when the Flyers take on the winner of a first-round game on Thursday between George Washington and UMass. The game on Friday tips off at 6. Pre-game coverage will begin here at 5 on the home of the Flyers as we'll have all the games for you all throughout the A-10 and beyond. Thanks to everyone at Frickers for being such great hosts uh, for the Anthony Grant Show again this season. I'm Larry Hanskin. Have a great week, everyone, and go Flyers. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.